This is Colin from Cannot Justify. You're rocking Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swim. is funded by our members and these local and area businesses. Deke's Pizza, 701-235-0708, open 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. every day. Great tasting pizza made from scratch daily, perfect for lunch or those late night munchies. Two convenient locations in Fargo and West Fargo, all at the same number, 701-235-0708. Again, Deke's Pizza at 701-235-0708, open 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. every day. Deke's Pizza, Fargo and West Fargo. Ordering is easy online at deekspizza.com or with the Deke's Pizza smartphone app. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZFM, Holly, Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. And welcome to the final Monday night of 2021. We are live on 89.1 Ken's FM, and we have had a great successful year here, ladies and gentlemen. And with me, as always, is my partner, Granny Hulkster. How are you, Granny? And uh, soon to be I'm Happy New good. Year. I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. I'm and good. Have... I'm very happy. And we have our uh, special guest co-host, Jay Biggs. How are you, Mr. Big? How are you guys doing tonight? All right. We are doing doing excellent. And, uh, Granny, uh, I'm usually not good with surprises, as most people know me. So uh, I know that you guys know each other, and uh, this is going to be a fun show because, uh, you know, you guys have, uh, I don't know (laughs) if uh, you've known Granny longer than I have, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, but first off, though, I do want to go over our guest list tonight, and we have a blockbuster night for you guys, uh, just like always, to close out 2021 as we usher 2021 out the door. Uh, 2022 is uh, going to be rolled in like you would not believe, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun here tonight, as we always do. So uh, without further ado, let me tell you who we got tonight, and uh, we will proceed and have a good show as we always do. Tonight, uh, of course, we got uh, Jay Biggs as our guest co-host. We have Alicia Andrews as our first guest. We're going to have Mary Ann Ridden-Spencer. She's an author. She's going to be our second guest. And the guest I've been waiting for all year long, I actually booked her one year ago today, as a matter of fact, and it's Candy Milo. 
and uh, she's a voiceover actress. Uh, you, uh, for those of you who are listening out in the California area, you'll probably remember her from the Marvin commercials where she used to go up to the window and she used to go open, open, open. So we're going to talk to her about that. She also made a few guest appearances in my favorite TV show as growing up as a kid, Perfect Strangers. I'm going to ask her if she ever made the got the donation I sent to. Uh, uh, to Belky to give to her. We'll talk a little bit about that. And, uh, of course, she was also in the new movie with LeBron James, Space Jam 2. She was the voice of Granny. And we also have, an, so we have two Grannies on tonight, technically, uh, that aren't even really Grannies. And also, she's got a new movie out that she's going to talk to us about that has to do, uh, a cartoon movie that has to do with wrestling. So we're going to have a lot of fun tonight, as always. So uh, what we're going to do here, we'll kick things off here. we gotta, we got some time here before our first guest calls in. So, uh, Jay, as long as uh, you're here, why don't you give us a little background about yourself so uh, our fans know who uh, you are. Um, well, I, I got most of my start in the music industry um, after I got back from Iraq. So I'm, I'm, I tour most of the year on music uh, with my band, Agony Incorporated. Um, Outside of that, where Granny Hulkster knows me from is I also manage wrestlers um, at Joshua. Uh, and I got my start in there in WCWA. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much the sum up of uh, what I do for these days. I, other than the fact that I, I do, re- uh, um, I am writing music for wrestlers nowadays. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, we always uh, could use a uh, few good songs here. Maybe you could uh, write us something uh, like an outro or in between commercials or what have you. Maybe you could do that for us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we, I love, uh, we, we, love, uh, we love our artists uh, uh, that, uh, that did our theme song. We, uh, we, uh, we love Sebastian Kane here. And you can always check out Sebastian Kane on Facebook. And uh, he he's provided us the theme song that you hear every Monday night here on 89.1 Ken's FM. And uh, we have a, uh, as long as we're doing this, we got a little, uh, we're going to take a quick little time out. And uh, we'll be back here in about 30 seconds. And uh, just take a listen to these messages. What are you going to do for New Year's this year? Bring in 2022 with Guy Lombardo? How about celebrate in style at the Meridian Event Center with Ken's FM? Join us at 7 p.m. for pulled pork sandwiches, chips, along with pickles and salads, and then at 8 p.m. the music starts with DJs Final Claw and Echelon playing all the great music you hear on 89.1 Ken's FM. There will be full bar service for those over 21, and it's only $20 to get in. Celebrate New Year's the right way at the Meridian Event Center. They're at 1511 Street North of Moorhead. All proceeds benefit 89.1 Ken's FM. And we do have the uh, we do have the assignment for everybody here. If you go to our off the ropes page, you like that. You go to eighty nine point one Ken's FM page on Facebook, and you also do a ten dollar month donation to help power the tower to keep us on the air here at Ken's eighty nine point one FM. We'll get you qualified to win an autograph from a current guest, a future guest, or a past guest, uh, and maybe you might even get an autograph from me. And I do plan on being at the 
celebration on New Year's Eve at uh, the Meridian Advanced Center on uh, December 31st, uh, this Friday, as a matter of fact, from 8 p.m. to 1 p.m. So come ring in the new year with 89.1 Ken's FM. All proceeds there go to help the station, and we definitely want to support Ken. And uh, I'll be there uh, for a short time. Uh, and if you want to come up and say hello, I'm always good uh, about signing autographs. Uh, anything you want to sign, I'll sign it. Uh, but uh, mostly I'll be enjoying the pulled pork, barbecue, pickles, chips, and salads. Uh, and that hopefully they'll let me go back for seconds and thirds. But that's not the only reason why I'm going there. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll continue to talk about that more later on. So uh, now... Uh, Jay, I was kind of curious, uh, as, uh, you know, uh, we know here that Granny doesn't like the heels, uh, so I'm sure, I'm assuming you're uh, a good guy, and Granny's never had to uh, have words with you. Am I right? Not, not as of yet. <laughs> but that could, you know, like, like the old saying goes, card is subject to change. So that's never a possibility never. that that could happen at some point in time. He might decide he wants to manage a wrestler that Granny does not like. So, you know, then we would have to have words. Hey, well, let's, like uh, the, you know. I like, man, I like managing wrestlers that make money. <laughs> well, you know, it, as long as... Um, uh, as long as uh, Granny does not have her cane, I think you'll be fine. Because with her cane, she can reach a she can reach a little further than just her regular hands. So anyway, so we'll wait well, for Granny our first guest here. The front, Granny always sits on the front row, so if somebody gets in my face, they might get slapped. Well, you know, I. Uh, there is one guy here that I, I would like to see that happen to, uh, and we all know who it is. And I, I know that he's a, a listener to the show, and, of course, we don't, uh, we don't uh, promote um, any bad stuff here. But uh, No, we you know, don't. Uh, but uh, this particular guy that we're talking about, we're not going to mention him right now, but uh, he, he's cruising for it. But anyway, uh, it looks like our first guest is on the line. And uh, we'll uh, go to her in just a little bit. Uh, but uh, before we do that, uh, we need to uh, take a quick little break and uh, give you some information about our station, and then we'll be back in 30 seconds. As a non-commercial radio station, Ken's FM survives in large part by the generosity of listeners like you who value public radio and have become a member. Your donation continues to allow us to support local artists and musicians and play the music you want to hear, not what advertisers think we should play. It enables us to broadcast feature story news so you can hear the news, not opinions. Public radio doesn't have an agenda. We're not in the business of pushing our point of view. Our mission is simple. Reflect your interests, not the interests of some corporation. If you believe that having an independent, non-commercial, public radio station in your community is a good idea, become a member now. Find out how by visiting our website at www.kensfm.com. And remember, independence has a cost, and it's as little as $10 a month. 
And, yes, please uh, please do that for us if you like hearing what we're doing. Uh, we definitely like to uh, keep uh, coming to you every Monday night as we are great. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our first guest of the night, and she is the star amongst independent wrestlers. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Nicole Matala. Hey, this is Nicole Matala, Great Warrior Wolf. You're listening to Attitude Era live on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. And should we refer to you as uh, Nakoma, Miss Paula? How would you like us to address you? Uh, you can call me Nakoma. Okay, Nakoma. Now, here's what we're going to do here. If you want to give us a quick little background about yourself, then I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll do a roundtable, and then we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tougher questions. All right, sounds good. So my name is Nakoma Tala, Great Warrior Wolf, and I represent the Abenaki Nation. I am from the East Coast, and I am the women's champion for New World Wrestling Extreme. I have been the women's champion for over a year now, and I am actually from Rhode Island, uh, from the East Coast, and I am currently looking for um, to check out some, some more companies. If you guys uh, have any more companies out there out your way, I'd be more than happy to check them out. Well, you know, out here in uh, Fargo, North Dakota, we actually have two companies. We have Puffa Mania, and we also have uh, Cloud9, uh, and it's uh, uh, Below Zero is what it's, uh, what it's called. So uh, definitely we would, uh, you know, would you, if you'd ever consider coming out to North Dakota, uh, I, can get you, I can get you a great hotel rate if you'd ever want to come out here. <laughs> All right. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'd definitely love to make it down that way. I would love to make, uh, you know, meet some new people, new companies. I like to branch out. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to that in the new year coming. Yeah, there's like lots of areas near here in Texas and Oklahoma. And ever, there's lots of promotions you can come check out in this area. All right. And, uh, and the best place to stay, of course, is one of our good sponsors here on the radio station, uh, Woodspring Suites, and we'll hear from them a little later. So, basically, we're going to jump into this interview here, and uh, I guess my first question is, your wrestling style, are you a, are you a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio, are you a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart, or are you more of a, uh, a brawler like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, or none of I'm more of a brawler, I would say. And, uh, you know, judging by, uh, you know, that collector's card I made from you, uh, you uh, definitely, uh, you know, you definitely know what you're doing in the ring. I would, uh, I, there is no hesitation on that, correct? Correct. Yes, I've been actually wrestling for seven years now, and I definitely plan on continuing um, wrestling and branching out as well. But, yeah, no, I definitely I definitely am a ground-and-pound Brawler, you know, once I step in that ring, um, it's all it's all um, wrestling business from there. I may, I'm friendly outside the ring, but once you step uh, in the ring, my sacred circle, I'm not that friendly anymore because that's my sacred circle, and I'm there to protect it at all costs. So that leads me to my next question then. Are you consider yourself a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny, or are you more of a crowd individual? I am a baby face. Um, 
because I want to represent, of course, the Abenaki Nation, but as well um, the people. I want to be there for the people. Um, I believe in, like, I'm trying to branch out and spread positivity, the strength of, you know, anybody can make it in this world, no matter if you're white, you know, no matter what nationality you are, everyone has a warrior within themselves, no matter, you know, matter what race, and it's just a matter of finding it within yourself and using it in in the world and spreading it and standing up for those who uh, need it most. And we'll talk a little bit about the the nation uh, that you're talking about here in a little bit, but... Right now, first, I want to introduce uh, Granny Hulkster. Uh, since you're not a heel, uh, it won't be as interesting as it normally would be. But, uh, uh, Granny, uh, Granny, what do you have for our guest, uh, Nakoma? Go ahead. Well, welcome we to 30, the show, 30, and I love, minutes. I I love your wrestling name. I think that's an awesome, the awesome, an awesome name, you know. But um, no, I do not like the heels. I can talk some pretty good smack to the heels when I have to. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, you know, so they, they tell me to sit down and shut up before I break a hip or don't you have a curfew at the nursing home, and I just get right back in their face and oh. tell them if they think they're man enough or woman enough to make me sit down and <laughs> shut up, then bring it on, baby, because that's the way Granny works. I mean, I am more that's awesome. than just, I am just not your average wrestling fan. I mean, I've had promoters actually thank me for being at their shows because I try to make it fun for the fans. I try to make it fun for the wrestlers, you know, so I love doing what I do. And so I, I'm glad you're a baby face <laughs> because I wouldn't want to have to give you a bad time on our radio podcast. But oh, boy, that yeah. Means, I don't want that, with that, you, no. that being said, and, you know, and I live in Arkansas, and there's some pretty good wrestling federations here in Arkansas, too. So if you ever make it to Arkansas, you're going to have to look me up, and I can get you hooked up with the right people. So, but, That'd be amazing, uh, yeah. But one of my one of my questions to you is um if you had an opportunity to have any kind of dream match what kind of match would you want and who would you want your opponent to be Ooh that's a good question um well, sadly, this person has passed away, China. China would have been my mm-hmm. dream match, oh, yeah. uh, one-on-one match with her. I wouldn't even care what kind of match it would have been. I just want to be in that ring with her because she just, oh, God. I just always looked up to her when I, uh, when I was younger, just her appearance. All she had to do was step step out, and everyone would just get, she just had that attention right, right from the get-go. She didn't have to do nothing. She just walked out and just, had that strength about her, just that power. And that that's what I loved about her. She did not care yeah. who was in that ring. She did not step down. She did not give up. And that's what I, what I loved about her. Yeah, she was amazing. She was absolutely, she was amazing. Nakoma uh, Tall is our guest here, and we have about uh, 26 minutes here with Nakoma. We're going to bring in our <clears> other <throat> guest host here, and it's uh, Mr. Big, uh, Jay Biggs. What do you have for our guest? Uh, Nakoma, go ahead. Hey, how's it going, Nakoma? Uh, I'm also in the uh, wrestling industry, I guess you could say that. I'm, I manage wrestlers out here in Arkansas. Um, oh, okay. 
but I'm also a musician. But for me, the question I have for you, because because of the, the I know the transitions I've had to go through with music and wrestling and and the COVID period. What's been the biggest thing for you? What's been the biggest transition for you during the COVID period? Um. Well, I am a single mother. I'm also a student that goes to school, and I'm also a wrestler. So trying to balance all those things all at once has been a struggle on top of the whole COVID thing, trying to be safe, especially with, you know, for my elders and my, my daughter as well. Um, but definitely definitely COVID's done a lot, uh, pretty, <laughs> done a lot of changes and trying to get used to everything and trying to just kind of overwhelmed me at first. But I think, you know, things have been slowing down with a lot of companies. A lot of companies aren't, you know, running as much sadly, but I mean, it, it is the best for everyone. Just keep everyone safe. I mean, at least here on the East coast, it's, it's been slowing down. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it slowed down out here a little bit too. Um, uh, who would you say was probably the, I mean, besides obviously China, who who is probably the biggest wrestler that inspired you to want to go into wrestling? Ooh, um, let me think. It would be China. Man, that's a loaded question, um, isn't it? Yeah, that's a. <laughs> uh, there's a few wrestlers that I kind of looked up to. Some of them being men, even. Um, but yeah, China, Eddie Guerrero, um, Steve Austin. Um, I kind of, I kind of liked the Attitude Era. That was kind of like when I was, I was born in '93. So, um, me and my brother used to watch the tapes of, you know, the Attitude Era because we didn't really have TV um, at home. So we, we would just like actual like TV channels and stuff to watch it. But we would have my grandfather record them and send us the tapes, and we would try to watch what we could. <laughs> so we had Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan as well. So Hulk Hogan would definitely be on my list as well. Uh, Nicole McCall is our guest here. We've got about 24 minutes. Uh, well, anyway, Nicole, I'm going to ask you a few of the tougher questions, and uh, we'll see how you respond to these. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll just have a little fun with this. Uh, you know, you kind of touched a little bit on uh, COVID here. Um, you know, you mentioned that uh, you've been the women's champion for a year. Is that because... Uh, you won it before the start of COVID, or uh, is it just that uh, no one wants to face you because you're so tough? And who did you beat <laughs> for that title? So it was it. I did get the belt before COVID, but we also still ran shows during COVID as well, being safe. It was outdoor shows, following all the guidelines as well. So I still protected my belt throughout that time. So it wasn't just me sitting around and. <laughs> This just having the belt, but um, it's who? What was her name? She actually currently has a beautiful baby coming, so she hasn't been around since. But um, what was her name? She's probably it's still lying on the mat somewhere. Sorry, what? <laughs> She's probably still lying down on the mat somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> After you, after you beat her. Yeah, but um, she it's she definitely was a tough opponent. But I did wrestle her once, and then I didn't see her since um, because she has uh, a newborn coming. So I'm hoping I can get in the ring with her one more time. Um, 
and she plans on coming back. Um, I, I sadly cannot remember her name. I apologize. But um, well, that's but yeah, okay. No, that, match, uh, if she, that match was if, pretty, if she's pretty listening interesting. To the show, if she's listening to the show right now uh, because she heard that you're going to be on, uh, she's probably, oh, she doesn't remember my name. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> when I see her in the ring the next time, I'm going to bring you, I'm going to bring a chick. No, anyway. <laughs> uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, but if it does, you can blame me. Uh, the comatologist, our guest here, we've got about uh, 22 minutes. Now, one thing I, li- I do like to ask all independent wrestlers, and I'm going to put it to you. It's a two-part question. Um, no wrestler has ever answered the same, so I'll put it to you. Uh, let's, uh, you know, we no longer have Ring of Honor. They close their doors. So basically all that's left mm-hmm. is AEW and WWE. And, of course, WWE is going through a lot of layoffs. Uh, my question to you is if you, uh, let's say that you're in a match and uh, one of their officials comes up and you say, hey, you know, we'd like you to come try out for us. Two-part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? And two, when you get that big million-dollar contract from either company, will you not big-time us and still talk to us? Because I still have your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely still talk to you guys because I always support my people that have always been there since day one. Um, you know, I'm just meeting you guys. I'll still support you as always because you guys have been good to me, and I respect you. And I'll and you know, obviously, I would definitely come back if you guys wanted me to come back. I mean, I'd love to. Um, but if I were to, so you're saying if I were to pick WWE or AEW, is that what you're asking? Well, no. If uh, they were, if either company would uh, able to ask, offer your contract, would you take that and do that? I would. I would actually take that contract because if I were to take that contract, I would try and make a difference in this world by being a by being a wrestler and being in that business because I'd be able to reach a bigger um, bigger amount of people being on TV and everything else as well, spreading awareness of. Um, about my people and the struggles that we're going through and trying to support um, my people as well. And that's what I'm here for is to try to stand up for those who need it most. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, there's a song uh, that I'd like you to listen to. Uh, you know, you talk about making a difference. There's a, there's a song I want you to find and play and listen to it because I think it would be a great theme song for you. It's called Did I Make a Difference by the Oak Ridge Boys. If you have a chance, it's on YouTube. I want you to listen to that and tell me, and then, uh, you know, I understand if you never want to talk to me again for calling you at 2 in the morning all the time, but, uh, you know, Uh, what I want you to do is I want you to find that song, and I want you to listen to it. And then after you listen to it, I want you to text me uh, on Messenger and tell me what you thought, and you tell me if that's exactly what you want to do. All right. Yeah, what, what, uh, what was the name of it? I'll definitely look it up later. It's called Did I Make a Difference? As a matter of fact, I will um I will send it to you uh so you can listen to it. I'll send you the link so you can listen to it. And okay, uh yeah, that that sounds good. All right. And then uh the other question I have is uh you know, I'll understand if you 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 turn me down for this, but uh you know, we have a we have a little assignment going on here for our fans here. If uh they go to our Facebook page off the ropes like that, they go to at, uh Ken's eighty nine point one FM on Facebook like that, do a ten dollar a month donation, we'll get them qualified to uh uh to win a uh an autograph picture. Would you be willing to send us a, a few uh autographs for giveaways? Yeah, I'd love to do that. I have I have some stickers as well. I can I'll add Ray into it. 
Okay, and then uh, I'll send you, I'll send you the address uh, so you know where to send that to. And uh, uh, when we do the giveaways uh, at the, um, uh, I believe it's the end of January we're going to do this. Uh, give people an extra month to go ahead and uh, do all the supporting and all that other good stuff that we want uh, for <coughs> them. So that's what we'll do, and uh, everybody can partake in that and uh, get set up and do that. Now, my next question for you is, uh, you know, everybody has a great finishing maneuver. Tell us what, uh, what's, what is your finishing maneuver, what's it called, and how devastating is it? <laughs> um, my usual finisher would be the Samoan drop. Um, it definitely, definitely, definitely is not very comfortable taking it. <laughs> I'll give you that. Um, but, yeah, so a Samoan drop is usually my finisher um, that I typically go to. Um, that I've been actually using for a few years now, and it's worked for a long time. So I've been sticking to it. <laughs> so I'm not. I don't plan on changing it anytime soon. But, but yeah, no. So far, it's worked pretty good. Um, I've taken a few Simone drops in my time, and they suck. They hurt a lot. Now, uh, when you uh, you know you mentioned that you guys were still uh, still running uh, during COVID. Uh, can you tell us if you know when your next match is, where it is, and uh, who it might be against? Yes. Um, I know March 12th I'll be wrestling at LPW in Hudson, Massachusetts. Um, I will be in a rumble, I believe. Um, further information has not been sent, but that's as much as I know so far. I know March 19th, uh, New World Wrestling Extreme will be in Putnam, Connecticut. At Charlie Bravo's, um, that's the company I have the women's champion belt with. Um, so their first show um, after New Year will be March 19th. Ah, that's my birthday. Uh, so we, uh-huh. That's your birthday? That's awesome. Uh, we have uh, Nicole Matal as our guest here. we got about 60 minutes, and so we can do this here. Uh, before I really ask you the tougher, tougher questions, uh, if our fans want to check you out and see if you've got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a TikTok. Uh, oh, I got it got? all. I got, I got it all. I got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, I even have an Etsy account that I sell my handmade items. I currently need to update more items because they all sold out. But um, you can find me on Facebook, Nakoma Tala, Great Warrior Wolf. Instagram, Nakoma underscore Tala. Twitter at Nakoma Tala. And on TikTok, it is the same thing. It's Nokomatala as well. And you can also follow my art TikTok as well um, at 4, the number 4, Eva, E-V-A, Limitless Sky. So you can follow me on there. You can purchase uh, merch. You can purchase custom items as well. Um, I do all kinds of stuff. I do cups, uh, dream catchers, excuse me, dream catchers, earrings necklaces, hair clips, I do them all. It's all beadwork, all handmade by me. That's awesome. And uh, what I'd like you to do uh, so we can help you out here, and thank you for being with us, uh, don't go away yet. We still got 15 minutes. But uh, if you want to post a link uh, to where they can go on our Off the Roast page on Facebook, uh, we'll get our fans to that and uh, have them uh, buy some merchandise from you. Awesome. That sounds great. I'll definitely do that. And uh, like like you mentioned, you said that I can still call you, so I might even, uh, to make my Christmas shopping easier next year, uh, I might just call and have you make me up some stuff. Uh, 
uh, depend. See, our family hasn't had our Christmas yet. Uh, we're actually celebrating it uh, this this weekend. Uh, but anyway, uh, if I don't get what I want for Christmas, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, uh, give you some design ideas uh, that you can like string like some coal together or something, and I'll give it to those that didn't give me what I wanted for Christmas. <laughs> Sounds good. I mean, Valentine's Day is coming up too. I mean, you can you can still order stuff for Valentine's Day as well on top of Christmas stuff. Well, you know, I did uh, I did get married on the 25th of September uh, to my lovely wife uh-huh. uh, Bernadette, uh, who uh, she's either listening right now because um, uh, now if she is listening, she doesn't know this, and I shouldn't. Re- let people know this on the air, but what I did was she has a, uh, you know, a radio alarm clock by the bed there. And what I yeah. did was I switched the station, uh, to the station that she was listening to at 89.1 Ken's FM on her radio. And yeah. I broke the knob. So you cannot change the channel. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, congratulations on being married and I'm happy for you and your, your beautiful wife. And I'm sorry for your wife uh, for having to listen to the same station every morning since <laughs> you broke the knob. Well, well, you know, well, I'll tell you what we uh, we love we love what uh, Ken's FM plays, and we're glad to be part of it. But uh, you know, you know, you mentioned Valentine's Day. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, okay. Of course, for most people don't know, Valentine's Day is a holiday that was invented by Hallmark. And uh, now, if someone wanted to uh, have you make something custom, what, uh, without without giving uh, prices, uh, would you be willing to do that? And uh, how much time would you need to do to how much time would you need to make something custom for somebody? Yes, I love doing custom items, and it depends on the item. Um, for a cup, usually it would take maybe a day or two, uh, possibly three, because I do 3D cups as well which means I use clay and I can make it look realistic. Um, you can check it out on my TikTok videos. I, I have some posted on there. So those might take a couple of days, but the regular printed on glitter, all that kind of stuff, that probably usually take like a day or two um, for me to get them primed and finished and everything. Jewelry, um, depending on how big the item and how much detail, um, can take about a day or two as well. So you mentioned uh, you mentioned 3D cups. I'll understand if uh, you you don't know the exact dimension, but how many ounces would you say these cups are? Oh, I can I can order different um, amounts of ounces. Um, I don't know the amount that I have on hand at the moment. I know I just ordered some. Um, actually, hold on. Let me see. I might have one right here. Actually, um, let's see. Because the reason why I was asking is uh, if. Um, if I if I can get it yeah, set up, would you be ounces. willing to sixteen ounces? Would you be willing to make a few uh, cups for uh, Ken's FM? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll work that out. Uh, but I promise I won't call you at two in the morning anymore. Uh, and <laughs> you know, everybody wonders why does he call everybody at two in the morning? Well, I'll tell you why. Time zones are not my strong suit. They never have been. They never will be. I mean, I can tell time, but time zones, <laughs> no. But that's, that's, <laughs> that's a whole okay. other story. Uh, Nicole Mattal is our guest here. we got about uh, 10 minutes here. We're going to take a quick little timeout, 
And uh, we'll be back in about 30 seconds, and then we'll finish the interview in about 30 seconds. The new Woodspring Suites of Fargo, located at 1090 35th Street North at the I-29 and 12th Avenue North Interchange, is an extended stay, pet-friendly hotel with kitchenettes in every room, including a stovetop, full-size fridge, and microwave, plus a big 40-inch flat-screen TV with free Wi-Fi. You can book a room at 701-582-1600 or online at www.woodspring.com. Woodspring Suites of Fargo, rated 4.2 by Trust Score. And uh, I can guarantee you, uh, if we can get you up here, uh, Nakoma, that is the hotel that we have you stay at, and I get you a good rate on that. Uh, we had Nakoma Tall as our guest here. We've got uh, nine minutes, uh, give or take a little bit. So now let's we'll talk a little bit about uh, the the uh, I forgot the name of the the nation that you were talking about. Could you kind of uh, break that down for us a little bit? Yeah. Um, so the Abenaki Nation, we're from the East Coast. Um, they're mostly Maine and New Hampshire and Connecticut and Southern Canada. We're kind of spread out a bit, um, but yeah, that's that's where we are. Um, but yeah, I represent the Abenaki Nation. And our style is a little bit different from some of the other ones that you would typically get. Because everyone pictures natives to be just one style. But if you actually do research and look into it, we all have our own style, but we all um, represent one thing. And, you know, we all love the same thing with Mother Earth. And we all want unity. We want peace and much more. But it's an, an incredible family and the people, we are all friendly. As If you ever meet me in person, I'm hoping one day I get to meet you guys in person. We are very loving and caring, and we're very supportive, and we just want unity of all nations. And it's a great little, it's a great nonprofit organization as well, and I'm glad that uh, you support that, and we like to help you support that as well. I don't know if you, um, uh, you know, also do not only uh, post a link uh, for your your pottery and your jewelry, but also post a link for that on our uh, Facebook page as well, and we'll uh, get some support out there for you as well. Uh, Dakota calls, okay. calls our guest here. we got about eight minutes left on 89.1 Ken's FM. So my uh, my next question for you is, uh, you know, you, uh, you mentioned that uh, you've been uh, champion for a year, which is awesome, you know, and uh, we have a – I, I think we're like 2,000 and or whatever it is. Anybody that's uh, been a guest on our show that's had a title or went for a title has always won. We, we get, we're bigger than Goldberg when it comes to that record. But uh, do you happen to know uh, who might be gunning for your title? I, I know you, uh, you forgot about who you won it from. They'll probably be upset about that. But uh, who, uh, who is gunning for your title right now that uh, you could kind of let us know about? Um, well, Juicy was the last person I was in the ring with when it came to my belt, and I've wrestled her a couple of times, so she's been she's been busting her butt to try and get my belt, but I'm still standing strong, I'm still fighting, and this is my belt. I am actually the first woman champion for that company in the 17 years they've been running, and I'm the first indigenous woman to have that belt, and I will represent that till I die. I will not let that championship belt go. That's awesome, and uh, I, I, it sounds like you got a little puppy there that uh, 
that wants some attention, and I can uh, I can understand that. I mean, everybody wants to get on Attitude Air Live uh, on on 89.1 point one kids FM, and I that would be Caster Troy in the background here. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, and then uh, I know our uh, our next guest is listening. We'll be going to you here in just a few minutes uh, after the next commercial break. Uh, so we have we have just a few minutes here before we got to wrap this up. Uh, but uh, Nakoma, we would like to have you on again, and we do thank you for taking time out of your schedule uh, to join us. But if you could tell us, uh, if you know, uh, how busy is 2022 going to be for you? Um. Well, so far I've got a few bookings uh, spread out through the year already, all the way till September. Um, but it, I might not go too crazy with bookings <clears throat> due to school. Um, I, I am a student. Um, um, I am going to college, so I do want to focus on that and make sure, you know, I pass those classes and everything. Um, I actually passed my first two classes with straight A's so far, so I want to keep that going. So I am trying to balance everything on top of being a mother as well. So I'm going to do as much as I can wrestling-wise, but also make sure my main focus is also on school. Well, you know, I was just going to say if you need uh, if you need help with a thesis or doing your homework, I, I was going to offer my services, but you probably want to pass the class, so that's probably <laughs> that's probably not going to work. How old is your daughter? My daughter is seven. Oh, I bet she's a pretty little girl. She sounds you, absolutely amazing. Thank you. Now, has she ever seen? Has she ever seen her mom wrestle, and is she um, expressed any oh, interest yes. in becoming a wrestler? Oh, gosh, yes. She, she's been around wrestling since she was an infant. I used to bring her to shows when she was a baby. She used to love it. And she loves being in the ring as well. She comes to training with me sometimes as well. And she'll even get in the ring, and she'll run the ropes and do the drills with us sometimes. And she pushes me to become a better person each and every day in and out of the ring. So has she ever uh, woken you up in the morning uh, with a elbow off the bedpost? Oh gosh, yeah, she's <laughs> she's giving me splashes, she's giving me chops, she's 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 got my hand when it comes to chops, so they they sting really bad when she gets me. That's awesome. Uh, Nakoma uh, Tall is our guest here, and uh, we got just uh, we got about thirty seconds here before we got to move on. Uh, like I say, uh, Nakoma, I do appreciate uh, you joining us tonight. Uh, you have been awesome, and I hope that you do like that collector's card I made for you. I hope that uh, you can use that in your promotions uh, somewhere. Um, the only thing I ask is that you give me a little credit for it when uh, people ask who oh, did it. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Well, thanks for being right, on well, the show. T- thank you so much. Great job. Thank you for having me. And we'll definitely have you on again. Awesome. I definitely plan on being back because you guys are awesome and amazing. I had a lot of fun being out here with you guys. Awesome. Nicola Tolo, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, if you uh, are looking for uh, special stuff from from your loved ones, we'll get her link on our webpage, and uh, we'll get her some business that way. And uh, looking forward for those autographs to be sent on the thing. And uh, take a listen to that song, and we we love that you were on with us. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Awesome. Nicole Tall, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like our next guest is waiting in the wings. Uh, We'll be uh, getting to them here in just one second. Uh, But before that, uh, we will be back after these messages from our sponsor. Give us about 30 seconds. We'll be back. 
What are you going to do for New Year's Eve? Watch a ball drop on TV in New York? Considering a run-of-the-mill party where it's all the same? Well, how about spending your New Year's Eve with your friends at 89.1 Ken's FM? You can attend a unique alternative New Year's event with DJs Fatal Claw and Echelon spinning the types of music you hear on Ken's FM, including 80s wave, electronic dance, and some great gothic industrial from the 80s and beyond. Make your way to the Meridian Event Center, 1500 11th Street North of Moorhead. Doors open at 7 p.m. There will be food on a first-come, first-served basis, and the DJs start spinning at 8 p.m. We'll have a countdown just before midnight to welcome in 2022. It's just $20 at the door, and all proceeds benefit Ken's FM. All ages are welcome, and it is a full-service bar for those 21 and over. Come celebrate the arrival of 2022 in style with Ken, DJ Fatal Claw, and DJ Echelon, all at the Meridian Event Center, New Year's Eve, December 31st. We'll see you there. And for those that are listening right now, if you guys all want to come out, wherever you're listening from, come on down here. Uh, you know, it's, uh, what, what else are you going to do on a New Year's Eve? But uh, you can come out hang out here in Fargo, and we'll have a good time. But anyway, our next guest is waiting in the wings. We'll bring him out right now. Uh, she is a superstar. She's an author. Uh, she's an all-around individual. And, uh, you know, what they say in the song, the Professor Anne, Mary Ann, she is Marianne Spencer. Hey, this is Marianne Regini Spencer. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. Hey, Marianne, thank you for joining us. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. All right, Marianne Spencer, I guess. Got... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm just doing great. It's nice and warmer I am. <laughs> well, it's it's not here. It's my it's a minus nine degrees. Uh feels like minus twenty three. Uh, but since we're since you're on the air with us, maybe we'll send some of that good weather here with us. Uh Marianne Spencer's our guest here. We got about thirty minutes. Uh first off before we get into the interview, if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then I'll ask you a few, then we'll do a round table and I'll come back and ask the tougher questions. Sure. You know, I am an author, uh, Kate Grace Novels. I also am a cookbook author. And I host a show, Simply Delicious Living, which is on PBS TV in Southern California. It's a show I uh, produce and write. And I have started my career for working with CNN in Los Angeles as a writer-producer. I also, um, throughout my career, have been a lifestyle journalist. And lots of other incredible jobs, I have to say. I didn't plan on this path, but um, I'm very happy that I got onto it. And I also have written and produced a lot of movies for television. And uh, later on before the interview, I'm going to see if I can't uh, uh, maybe scam an autograph cookbook or an autograph book from you. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that at the end here, but uh, uh, I, I don't want to get into that now because I still want you to like me because <laughs> we got 29 minutes. <laughs> now, you you know, you mentioned that uh, you're on PBS, and, of course, for those of you who know, PBS is famous for Big Bird and uh, Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and uh, uh, <laughs> Painting with Bob Ross, you know, the the good shows that we that we all grew up with. Now, when you decided to uh, start your uh, own cooking show, 
uh, did they approach you or did you approach them with, uh, with a tape saying, hey, this is what I can do, uh, and if you put me on the air, I'll make everybody a great pound cake? Kind of take us through that. <laughs> well, you know, I was a producer of many um, TV shows. And I did Alive and Well, which was a health and wellness show. I also worked for CNN for several years producing um, the entertainment news and writing the entertainment news. And as part of that, I also produced cooking segments. So, um, and as a lifestyle writer, at the time I was approached to do a pilot, uh, I was a food writer for Palm Springs Life. And so I was working doing all kinds of things behind the scenes, producing and writing cooking shows, as well as writing about cooking. Creating my own recipes was something that I did when I was a kid, and I used to just keep a little file. I loved cooking in the kitchen, entertaining with my family and friends. But I never really thought I would be doing it on television. I always wanted to write a cookbook. I collected cookbooks, but it was just the timing of things. And I was approached to see if I wanted to produce a cooking show for local television, Time Warner Cable, actually, um, at the time. And I said, okay, what's the budget? Well, it was very limited budget, so I offered my services because I said, I'd love to cook. Let's do a pilot. If it works, great. If it doesn't, we'll figure something else out. And so that's really what happened. And they loved it, and they said, let's put it on the air. And uh, for those of you who are wondering, that's uh, that's your link to uh, that's your link to wrestling right there, because Time Warner merged with uh, Turner Broadcasting when they owned WCW. Uh, so there's your link to wrestling right there, folks. Uh, anyway, we have uh, Mary uh, Ridden Spencer with us, and uh, she's a she's a TV mogul. She's a cooking expert, uh, and. Uh, before we're done here, I'm going to ask you about some favorite recipes, and I'm sure you got some recipes that you won't ever sure. share. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, I want to bring on uh, my first co-host. I have Grady Hoekstra to my left, and I have uh, Mr. Big on my right. Uh, but first off, uh, I'm going to bring another good, uh, our our resident cook, as you say. It's Granny Hoekstra. Granny Hoekstra, what do you have for our guest? Mary Ann Spencer, go ahead. We have about well, uh, 25 minutes. Welcome to the show, and I, you know, I love to watch cooking shows on TV. Um, what is one of your favorite recipes you like to fix? You know, I have to say, of late, I have been cooking up and roasting all kinds of vegetables. Um, oh, wow. In season right now, yeah, they have all these delicious beets, yellow beets, red beets. So I'll I'll peel and I'll cut those up and I'll put some uh, Brussels sprouts in there. I don't know. Some people don't like Brussels sprouts. I love them. And sweet potato. And I roast it. I'll put a little bit of olive oil, garlic, salt, and pepper, and I roast it in the oven. It's so yummy. And I'll I'll serve it with, like, grilled fish or chicken. Sometimes I'll even put it in a salad because roasted vegetables are so versatile. Well, you know, my uh, my husband and I, we went to uh, some of our uh, our friend's house uh, Christmas Day for lunch, and he's one of our musician friends, and he actually fixed green beans on his barbecue grill. 
he just took Ooh. green beans and he grilled them on his barbecue grill and added all sorts of seasonings and everything. I mean, I've never had green beans fixed that way, and they were mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. I think I so believe much it. you can do with vegetables and different seasonings, and you can grill them, you could roast them, you could steam them. <laughs> I mean, I love vegetables. What can I say? Well, yeah, I do too. But I mean, that but those were absolutely yeah, those were good. absolutely amazing. I mean, they they were the best green beans I think I've ever had. But um, I think anything on a grill tastes good. Oh yeah, anything <laughs> most, grilled. Mo, mo, most most <laughs> most unless unless it's made by me. Very expensive, I guess. Mary Ann Spencer, I guess we've got about uh, 24 minutes. Let me bring on Mr. Big. Uh, Jay Big, what do you got for our guest, uh, Mary Ann Spencer? Go ahead. Actually, it's, uh, I've got two questions. and um, The first one I've got is uh, what got you into journalism? Um, and the second one I want to ask is about something I'm actually dealing with right now, which is I'm having to change my lifestyle and eating habits. Um, mm. And... and to, to get a better heart rate and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he wants to. He wants you to tell him what's the better. So he wants you to tell him what's a better alternative than hot dogs and pizza. You know, I always say, look at the label. Try not to actually get things in a box. <laughs> if you can't, if it doesn't have like only a few ingredients that you recognize and can read them. It's probably not a good idea to consume it. Uh, I say fresh and natural. Keep a colorful plate. That's why I love vegetables. But lean, lean meat, and lean. You know, take the skin off the chicken. Grill it. You can roast it. Um, but lean fish, lean meat. Uh, colorful plate. You want to have whole grains, whether it be whole wheat pasta whether it be farro, which is really yummy and has a lot of protein. Um, you know, a sweet potato is full of wonderful vitamins. You could also bake a potato. But you really want to have food in its natural state as much as possible. Try not to put a lot of um, sauces on it. You know, use herbs and spices to season things. And, you know, I have a blog my Simply Delicious Living blog with a lot of recipes. And you can make things that don't take a long time in 30 minutes or less that are really good and healthy for you. Um, but I think go to the local farmer's market or go to your local grocery store and go see what you can get without having to get it in a can or a box. That's awesome. Uh, Mary Ann Spencer, I guess you're good about so. Uh, Barry Spencer, our guest here, We've got about uh, 21 minutes here. Uh, one thing, you know, because, you know, this is obviously a sports show, and we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, once again, I, I do apologize for all those 2 a.m. phone calls that uh, I've been sending you. But, uh, you know, uh, like, I, like we talked about earlier, uh, time zones are not my strong suit. But uh, now you mentioned that uh, you – Let's kind of talk a little bit about uh, your uh, cookbooks and uh, some of your uh, – we'll talk about your cookbooks because we're on the subject of food, and then we'll talk about some of your other writings. But 
how many cookbooks have you done? Well, I've done one, and I'm working on a second now. But I've done a lot of food and lifestyle writing throughout my career for different magazines. Um, I've worked with Palm Springs Life. I've worked with Desert Magazine in the California area. Ventura County Star, I had um, a video print column that ran for 10 years uh, at dcstar.com, and they're part of the USA Network. So um, I've been doing cooking and creating recipes for clients. Uh, I've worked with a number of major brands, um, Jarlsberg, Woolwich Dairy, Garlic Gold, creating recipes using their products. And uh, I just have always loved um, cooking. And I knew I wanted to write cookbooks one day and get my um, recipes out there in the public. And so that's one of the reasons why I really wanted and was very thrilled when I was approached to do Simply Delicious Living uh, for television. And then there's so much that comes out of that uh, in terms of my lifestyle writing and other writing. Now, when does uh, when does uh, Simply Delicious air for our fans that might not be familiar with it? Sure. Well, you know, in Southern California, it's Sunday morning. Um, and But they can watch it on my YouTube channel. Um, or they can go to my blog, simplydeliciousliving.com, and they can watch it right on the blog page. Um, and it's on the home page as well. And I've been doing it for a number of years now, so there's a lot of recipes there. <laughs> and I show them how to make certain recipes in 30 minutes or less. And I have more complicated recipes, but my recipes are easy. They're easy to make. They're healthy. Um, they, you know, I talk a lot about meatless meals, making wonderful, yummy desserts without using a lot of refined sugar. Um, it's really because when I feel when you eat right and you eat natural and, you know, with less preservatives and less, less fat, less refined sugar, you're going to feel better. And that makes you more productive. Uh, Mary Ann Spencer, I guess, here. We've got to take a brief time out. Uh, we'll be back after these messages from Ken's FM. As you know, 89.1 Ken's FM is funded through donations by our listeners and sponsorships from area businesses. If your business would like to sponsor Ken's FM and reach thousands of young adults and college students every day, contact us at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. Any one of us can help you get your sponsorship started. We have many packages available to fit your budget. So contact us today at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. And thanks for listening to 89.1 Ken's FM. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZ-FM, Holly, Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. And we are on 89.1 Ken's FM. We're going to go back to Mary Ann Spencer. Now, uh, with the uh, with the cooking show that uh, you you have on PBS, how long has that been on? Oh, gosh. You know, it started on Time Warner Cable, and then it went to PBS. And it's been on for probably eight, nine years, at least eight or nine years. 
And then I also, um, and it's won a Kelly Award. It's won a number of awards, which is great. Very pleased about that. And um, it's also been, as I mentioned, Ventura County Star. It's been on the pages of Ventura County Star for for a long time. So um, I, I, I love doing it, and it's one of the things I do. The other thing, of course, is my novel writing. And I incorporate some of the Simply Delicious uh, recipes in my novels, and also the way of life, healthy, getting connected to nature, you know, living sustainably. I love writing about all those themes. And uh, with, uh, you know, you mentioned that uh, you had uh, did writing for uh, the newspaper for 10 years. Do you ever plan on putting out a book with all those different articles that you wrote, kind of like a tell-all kind of uh, thing, like a, like a review-type uh, book? You know, I could. I have a, a many of those articles uh, because I've not only written about food uh, and different lifestyle habits, but also about sustainability. So there's some great information that's kind of evergreen. It's possible, but I have some other ideas. I'm working on my second cookbook right now, which will have a lot of great recipes and a little bit more about how to Simply Delicious Living, and I call it Living Aloha, too, because um, I place my novels in Hawaii, and I love the idea of living aloha, and um, which it's just, it's a way, it's a way you greet people, hello, and when you go leave them, you say aloha, goodbye, but it's much more than that, um, and I, I also love the way that it's, it reminds me of my life growing up, but they love to have, cook and entertain and uh, they're always with family and they have respect for nature um, and the environment and it's it's a way of living it's actually incorporated the spirit of aloha is incorporated into a law that was ratified and it's in part of their um their the laws of hawaii which i think is great it's how you should treat people which is really living the golden rule, you know, treat others like you want to be treated. And I love that philosophy, and that's one of the things I I write about, and I use those themes in my novels as well. Um, But I want to incorporate that because I think it's all about simply delicious living. It's, you know, it's what you think, how you eat, the things that you're nurturing yourself with your body and your mind. And also moving. Exercise is really important. And all of that plays such an important part in um, enjoying life. Because when you're healthy, when you feel good, when you're thinking the right thing, you're, you're just going to have a better sense of well-being. Uh, Mary Ann Spencer is our guest here, and uh, we have about uh, 14 minutes. One thing that uh, I do want to mention, uh, Marianne, that uh, my wife is a big fan of yours. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I believe the book that she showed me about yours, uh, like something about Grace Manor or something like that. Yes, yeah, Secrets of Grace Manor. Um, it is a my latest book came out earlier this year. And uh, it's the third book in the Kate Grace novel series. And in the in the book, um, it's it's Kate researches a relative from another time period and uncovers a mystery. And that was so much fun to write because I was writing about um, England and Ireland in the 1800s, and 
then also relating it to today because it takes place in Kauai. Uh, and so I, I weaved both the past and the present. And it was so much fun to do that I'm actually in my next book, Kate's going to find out something about her father's side. And uh, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of curious, and uh, like I say, I understand if you you turn me down on this, but uh, what would I have to do to get an autographed copy of one of your books <laughs> for my wife? Oh, just send me a quick email or text with where to send it, and I'll definitely do that. All right, Absolutely. I will definitely I will definitely <laughs> I'll definitely get into that. Now, uh, you. Uh, you uh you know we got Valentine's Day coming up and uh mm-hmm. you uh, did a project called The Lost Valentine. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um I was just like I always wanted to write cookbooks and novels, which I eventually did. Um I actually started writing scripts before that. I was doing a lot of TV writing and and producing movies for television. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm spending a lot of time and hours producing all these movies for Showtime, for the movie channel, you know, doing other people's stories. I really wanted to find a project that was a little bit different, and it spoke to some of the things that I wanted to speak to. And a friend of mine gave me a novel by James Michael Pratt, The Lost Valentine. I read it, and I thought, this has to be a movie. And I started writing the script. It was my first script. And um, we pitched it to Hallmark Hall of Fame. They they have a deal with CBS. And at first, Hallmark said, no, you know, we weren't interested. And I'm like, this is so perfect for Hallmark. A year later, I went back with um, the people I was, a producing team that I was working with, and presented them with a marketing plan of why it was such a great movie for Valentine's Day. And you know, Hallmark, let's face it, Valentine's Day is a big day for Hallmark. <laughs> so um, they loved it, and they made the movie with Betty White and Jennifer Love Hewitt, and it went on to win a lot of awards, including the Faith, Movie Guide's Faith and Freedom Award, and it won the night um, for CBS in the ratings, and it held that position for five years. It was the highest-rated movie and also for Hallmark it was the highest rated movie that they had done um, at the time and it went on to now it airs usually it streams on on the Hallmark streaming channel but it does air on Hallmark channel as well usually around Valentine's and uh, I'm just kind of curious now you mentioned you know Betty White and uh, uh, one of my all-time favorite actresses was in there um, Jennifer you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, now, did you did you get to meet them? Did you get to be on the set when they were making those because it was oh, your book? Yes. yes, I was on the set. Um, they're just simply lovely. And as a matter of fact, years after, because this movie aired, um, you know, a few years ago, but Betty White, um, I got an email from her, oh, maybe a year or two ago, saying she's still getting fan letters for that movie because she was so wonderful in that movie. And I was thrilled when I heard that she was cast. Um, I was like over the moon. I thought, oh my gosh. I couldn't think of anyone better to play the part of Carolyn um, in that. In the, and you know, in the, the movie is a little bit different than the book 
we had to make some changes, and you always do usually when you're adapting a novel for a movie. Um, and so, you know, her part was a, a very it was different than in the movie than it was in the book. And when I was writing it, uh, I kind of was thinking of my grandmother. Uh, because I had that relationship, a very special relationship with my grandmother. Um, just like in the movie, we made um, her grandson. And that was really the relationship I had with my grandmother. So I kind of drew from my own life with that. Uh, but it was such a joy. And the cast was amazing. And I was thrilled, um, you know, when I saw the first rough cut of it. But, yes, I visited the set. Uh, it was filmed in Atlanta. And Atlanta suburb, and uh, it was so much fun. Uh, we have uh, Mary Ann. Yeah, we have Mary Ann Spencer as a guest here. We got we just got about a few minutes. I know that our uh, our third guest is waiting. We'll go to you here in just a little bit. But you know, Mary Ann, I do want to uh, get people to uh, you know check you out and see. If, do you have a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok, a yes. cooking show? What do you got? I have all of those things. <laughs> they can go to my my website and blog, which is they can go either to simplydeliciousliving.com or alohawriter.com. I have a lot of dot coms that point to the same place or or mrswrites.com. Um, any one of those will get you to me, and it will tell you all about the books, and it will have my blog there. It will have links to um, the articles I've written and just everything, you know, you might want to know. And uh, what you guys will know that when you get to her page, because Mary Ann, and uh, don't take offense, it's Mary Ann, but Mary Ann is just beautiful. I mean, she is everything that a, she is everything that a cooking host should look like. Uh, Aww, uh, you know, you. She, she has a face for TV, I have a face for radio. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. But uh, uh, I did text you. I, I I did text you the address uh, where to send it to. Anything you can send us uh, uh, for giveaways would be awesome. And uh, if you go oh, to our sure. Facebook page, if you go to our Facebook page, mm-hmm. Off the Ropes, you like that. You go to uh, Ken's FM 89.1 page, you like that. Do a ten dollar a month donation. We'll get you on uh, the list to win uh, one of our giveaways from our future guest, a past guest, or a current guest. And, uh, you know, Marianne, we do love the fact that you've been with us tonight. we got about 30 seconds. Uh, sure. You know, like I say, my uh, wife is a big fan of yours. I am now a bigger fan of yours uh, <laughs> because uh, you, you've been on the show. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, people don't know this, but I booked you six months ago to get you on the show today. And uh, it, it's been awesome. And uh, hopefully, uh, if we haven't uh, scared you way too much, uh, you'd be willing to come back and join us again because we'd love to talk oh, to you about some lovely. more good stuff. Sure, absolutely. Awesome. Great. And uh, uh, I do have your phone number. I promise I'll stop calling you at 2 in the morning. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you have been so awesome, and uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to be with us. And once again, let us know, uh, you know, you mentioned when it's on uh, in your area. Is it on PBS all over the, the U.S. or just it's in on, California? It's in, it's in PBS Southern California, Direct TV Dish. Um, people see it from Los Angeles 
uh, down to the desert. But also, if you have a smart TV, you can just go to my YouTube channel, Marianne Rodini Spencer, or just Google Simply Delicious Living. People can watch it anywhere, um, 24-7. If they go to my website, um, alohawriter.com, or my YouTube channel, it's on all the time. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Marianne, you have been most awesome, and I thank you so much for being with us. And we'll definitely have you on again. And like I say, anything you can do, uh, that, uh, any autographs you can send us I, that I can give to my wife or for Valentine's Day uh, or whenever sure. I get the doghouse, I sure would appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks, Marianne. Have a good day. All right, Marianne Spencer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our next guest is waiting in the wings. I've been, uh, we booked her a year ago on the show here. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to her in just a little bit, uh, but uh, we've got to take a quick little time out uh, to hear one of our sponsors, and we'll be back with uh, our surprise awesome guest. Give us about 30 seconds for this. Suites of Fargo, located at 1090 35th Street North at the I-29 and 12th Avenue North Interchange. Is an extended stay, pet-friendly hotel with kitchenettes in every room, including a stovetop, full-size fridge, and microwave, plus a big 40-inch flat-screen TV with free Wi-Fi. You can book a room at 701-582-1600 or online at www.woodspring.com. Woodspring Suites of Fargo, rated 4.2 by TrustScore. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is the greatest female voiceover actor in the history of Hollywood. She is the reason why Marvins lasted as long as they did. She is the reason why you shopped at Marvins. She is the reason why you used to watch Perfect Strangers on TV on ABC on Friday nights. Ladies and gentlemen, she's also the reason why you went to see Space Jam 2. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Candy Milo. Hey, hey. Can you hear me? I sure can. I love it. Well, guess what? This is Candy Milo, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live on 89.1 KENSFM with your host, the Icon. The Big Swing and Granny Hulkster. Now get your ears on and get them open, open, open. That's awesome. Now uh, we okay. have uh, Candy Miles, our guest here, and uh, we're going to take it right to uh, they, when they kick us off the air here. So uh, hopefully, Candy, because cool. we have got a lot of questions to ask you. We've got about 40 minutes here, and we're going to do this. Uh, now Big Swing has joined us. Uh, we'll get to him in a Yay. second. Uh but uh, we have uh, Granny Hawkster on my left, we have uh, Jay Biggs on my right, and we have uh, the big swing in the center. Uh, but I'm going to ask you a few questions first, and then we'll do a roundtable, and then we're going to come back to me, and I'm going to ask you the tougher questions. First off, uh, would you say that it's kind of cool that you became famous by saying one word three times? <laughs> you know, that was, um, that was an ad lib on uh, the set because they were so frustrated that they didn't like, um, Mr. Mervin didn't like what had been written, and I was so nervous. It was one of the first commercials I ever did, and the director gave me a bunch of direction, and then they said, and action, and I ran in 
and stopped in front of the glass and couldn't remember a single thing that they said for me to do. And I just put my forehead against the glass and went open, open, open. And the set was quiet. And the um, director said, check the gate, which means make sure there was nothing in the lens. There was nothing that was, somebody said, picture is clean. And the room erupted in laughter. And a, um, and a bunch of commercials were born. Um, and they just absolutely loved it. And it was, it was an ad lib. It really was. You know, my favorite Mervyn's commercial is the one where you're wearing a green jacket, and uh, it's the Christmas one. You, you know which one I'm referring to? Yes, I do. Yes. It's, a, um, it's gold and sure. diamonds and jewelry. Do you know they made a meme out of that? I if did not know that. And open, then, open, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, if you type in open, 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 I come up as a meme, standing in front of the glass, tapping it in that green jacket. Uh, I, I, you know, Candy, we have Candy Miles, I guess, here on 89.1 Kansas FM. I'm just so excited to have you on, and there's just so many things <laughs> that I want to ask you. Uh, and uh, I'll understand if you don't want to come back because uh, I'm drooling all over myself because I've been a fan <laughs> of yours for a long time. Thank and we're you. going to talk about that in a second, but I remember they'll be opening any minute now. More yes. time the window shop. <laughs> open, open, open. Yes. See, I, I'm, I'm a fan. Open. I'm a fan. They'll be open. And then the last of them, just to make you feel as old as I do, the last one that I did, I was pregnant with my daughter who turned 30 in September. So, um, yeah, those are the last one I did was uh, 30 years ago. And nobody and of course, uh, they were funny. Right, and of course, for those of you who don't know, I believe uh, Mervyn's was uh, bought out by Kohl's, so there are no more Mervyn's anymore, yeah. but... Uh, the Fair commercials enough. actually live on forever. Uh, we have Candy Marlowe as our do. guest here. Um, and the thing is, Mervyn's would have lasted a lot longer if they would have did more commercial with Candy, but that's something for another time. We have Candy Marlowe as our guest here. We've got 38 <laughs> minutes. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a roundtable, and then we're going to come back to me, okay. and I'm going to actually um, talk to you about a donation I sent for you. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. But first off, let's bring on uh, Granny Hulkster. Uh, and then we'll go to Jay Biggs, and then we'll go to the late uh, Big Swing. So, Granny, what do you got for our guest, Candy Myla? Go ahead. Hey, Granny. Well, welcome, well, welcome to our show. Um, so it sounds like you've done just a little bit of everything. I mean, I remember the show Perfect Strangers. I'm, you know, I remember watching that show a lot, and it just seems like you've just done just Kind of a jack of all trades, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and she's got a birthday coming up January 9th, everybody. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank my you, son's my birthday is January 23rd. My son is oh, 35. He'll be, he'll be 35, but his birthday is January 23rd. So happy birthday. I love that. Happy birthday to him. You know, I, um, if my dad were alive, he'd be about 103 years old. But he was a stand-up comic back in the 50s, 40s and 50s and 60s. And so I was taught very young to survive in the industry and just keep doing what I do. I, I think, Granny, that I've lasted the longest in animation, but I started as a singer 
that's what I really came to Los Angeles to do. I thought I was going to get a record deal or I thought I would be an opening act for somebody in Las Vegas. Um, and then it just kind of, you know, you pull your oars in and see where life takes you. And it kind of just took me to voiceover. And I've um, wow. been happy here um, for a long while. It's, and it's been very, very good for me. It's a, it's a great gig for women. It really is. It's just we can do whatever we want. Um, and it, it, it's pretty powerful. I like it. That's awesome. Candy Milo's our guest here. We've got about 30 minutes. Uh, let's go on to Mr. Big, Jay Big. What do you got for our guest, Candy Milo? We've got 36 minutes. Go ahead. Well, I had a – what's that? Go ahead. I said, hey. Uh, ah, hello. Um, well, I had one question, and then you said something that made me think of another question. So me being a musician, what was it that – who was it that inspired you to become a singer? Well, you know, I I grew up in the um, Northern California Bay Area, so you know I was a Bay, really? a Bay Area girl. That's the Doobie Brothers and Linda Ronstadt and Grateful Dead, Janis Joplin, and all the sound that was coming out of San Francisco and Santa Cruz. But I, um, my dad was so much older and did nightclub stuff that I was around, you know, crooners and people who sang, like Kate Ballard and Martha Ray and Bing Crosby and June Havoc. And these are people I actually met and Al Martino. And it was kind of fun. So it was, as a young person, I would say Linda Ronstadt, number one. And as the daughter of an older person, any of the nightclub singers were, that was my heavy influence from home. No, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm, I'm from actually uh, from Northern California. I'm from Willits. Um, oh, yeah. And, I know where that is. And so I, I I grew up there listening to all the Bay Area thrash metal, and that's what got me into oh, music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, a big, that was a big sound, and I think thrash was, um, you know, an outgrowth of the grunge in, in Seattle. But, you know, Northern California has a huge – has a huge scene, a huge music scene, and they really have their they really have their own sound. Um, it, it, they really do. And and I grew up, and there was sort of a folk rock Jefferson Airplane. Then it was Boss Gags, and these were all a San Francisco. I'm from San Jose, the Bay Area, um, San Jose, and you know that was the sound from North, Northern California, the Doobie Brothers. I think I said that, and and that was that. That was that groove, um, and there were tons of nightclubs that you could go to and hear people play. It was, it was a great you're, time. You're definitely, you're definitely right with when it comes to uh, Northern California having their own sound. If like you, if you go listen to to the band I'm in, you you still hear that San Francisco influence in in it. Yeah, you you really do. I mean, the promoters in Northern California were the same ones that brought the Beatles, and then. Once LA took hold of them, they just they went another direction, and they were they were getting all kinds of people who could perform great. I mean, Janis Joplin was a was an unbelievable live <clears throat> performer. But you know, yeah, it was a great. It was also I grew up in the. I, I mean, my listening is really sixty eight to eighty four, and um, there was just some great influential um, singers back then. Um, so yeah, that's where I got it. 
Uh, Candy Miles, our guest here. We've got about uh, 33 minutes. Uh, now we'll bring in uh, a guy that hasn't been on for a while, uh, but he does like to do a dynamite <laughs> drop in every now and then. Uh, Big Swing, what do you got for our guest, Candy Milo? Well, I have. Um, you always introduce me last, which is fun because, you know, all the questions that I have and points that I want to make and everything have already been touched upon. So, doing. Doing my homework that I always do here. Um, so, Icon, I, I, I don't know if you knew about this particular voiceover. I know that you are a uh, big cartoon fan even to this day. Uh, did you know that she was uh, the voice of Dexter in Dexter's Laboratory in 01? I did. You did know that, so you didn't mention it. Well, ah, I, I was going to get to that. See? I was gonna, Now... Um, <laughs> So no, but what I was gonna say, well, honestly, no, though, I, I'm not. We'll, I'm not we'll come back to, to Dexter in a minute, but go ahead, Dexter. Go ahead. Yeah, not, yeah. I'm not trying to like poke holes in that, even though it's, it's fun to give icon crap. But anyway, <laughs> so looking at looking at this, I, I saw that you've done so many different things. As you know, you started off as a singer. I uh, started off doing improvs, as you know. Um, yeah. At tonight at the improv, if you tap, your I can't say it on on FM, but you you guys can look it up. Um, it actually won Best Cabaret of 05 from Broadway World. Um, you got the Mervins thing, the hit TV show and all this. So I think yeah. going back, going back further than where we've talked. And again, I'm doing, I was doing Monday Night Football at the same time in the other station. So if this has been touched upon, don't yell at me. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, the, the other, uh, guest co-host talked about what got you into singing. Well, what got you into wanting to act, to entertain, to uh, get in front of people and, and possibly just because just, it takes a lot to do improv. It takes a lot to do singing in front of people. It takes a lot. You have to have a certain type of personality, um, but did mm-hmm. you have any influences mm-hmm. that way, uh, TV shows yeah. that you watched or something as a kid that got you wanting to well, do it? Well, I will say that I um, I wanted to be an entertainer, um, and, and hopefully we'll talk about this in a bit. I had a really strange childhood growing up. You know, I'm the daughter yeah. of an entertainer. And yeah. um, my dad uh, quit show business in the late 60s to open California's and pretty much the very first um, halfway house for the mentally ill and uh, mm. forgot to get us a second house. So for the first two years, I lived in a home with 12 developmentally disabled adults. So to perform for me was a way to escape, just to, to perform. But also, my dad would bring us on his gigs. And when I was little, he was still gigging. He was still out there performing. And uh, he did a, 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 an event at the Shriners Club when I was four. And I snuck out of my chair and walked to the stage and walked up to him and said, asked him when it would be my turn to sing. And he oh. was like, okay, um, let's let her sing. And um, I sang. And I think it was Rockabye Your Baby, like something old like that. And I was four. So I think it kind of burned within me. Um, and yes, I'm funny and loud, but I'm kind of introverted. So the best thing for me was when the lights hit. Those and I don't usually see go anybody. Hand hand. Yeah, when I couldn't see anybody, I became a different 
person. I became an extrovert and funny and loud. Oh, uh, so um, if the lights yeah. were on and you could see the people and looking at them and see their faces, and it, it would freeze you up a little bit, perhaps? Yeah, yeah, it's really true okay. because what huh. you're afraid of is that they're judging you, and, and when you're an introvert, well, yeah. what you want to do is be the yeah. Yeah, you, you want to be the first one to tell them. Yeah, I know I'm. I know I suck. I want that. Let me tell you first. I know I suck. But when I can't see them, I can. I can just do my thing that I've prepared to do, and then wait. And there's either booze, um, or silence, or applause. So. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Well, I mean, why, why do you think I chose radio? Because the only person I can hear in my headphones exactly. is myself. And not having a look right. at other, you know, other people and things. Yeah. You're on Johnny Carson as well, huh? Yes, I was, as a matter of fact. I had done the very first um, uh, reality TV show back in 84, and it was called Reaching for the Stars. And they slapped microphones on us for 16 weeks, and we traveled, me and four other girls, and we traveled across the United States singing. We were the girls' rock club. And they filmed us, and then the last um, episode was um, we were on The Tonight Show as their special singing guest, um, and it was uh, kind of fun. And then I did other episodes of The um, Tonight Show, but I was a mighty, uh, I was a Jay Leno player, and so I would come on and do sketches. But at the very first time I did it in 84, late 84, maybe early 85, um, I was uh, I was um, a singer on the show, a rock and roll singer, not really, but a creative rock and roll singer. I hear you. I hear you. Um, I mean, that's <laughs> that's awesome. Like, I mean, I, I know I kind of yeah. do a good job of, of, of booking guests and things here, but but uh, with with what you've accomplished, it's um, it's actually kind of uh, you know. It, it, like I can't say this, like honor to talk to somebody, somebody that I knew who you were, but I didn't know who you were. You know what I mean? Like I oh, knew the voice from Dexter. I, I, I knew, I knew some of the Nickelodeon stuff. I knew the Tiny Toon Adventures growing up. I knew, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. I was just like, hmm, okay, you know, um, the uh, Mighty Magic Swords, obviously Cricket, Puss in Boots, Dreamer. I mean, all these different yeah. things that she has. Uh, Mucha Lucha. You know, my life as a teenage robot. All these things from from growing up uh, were were you know, I, it's all coming back to me now. I'm like, oh, yeah. Now, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Icon, I um, I I kind of got to jump over to the other studio, finish up the uh, Monday night broadcast, and I will be back. Um, but Candy, it was amazing. Uh, getting to talk to you. I, I've been so busy Thank with you. football season being hectic and, yeah. you know, having to do, you know, everything. This time of year is always tough for me because I'm running two studios and I'm bouncing back and forth. So, um, yeah. but I, I am I am glad I was able to get back on tonight uh, with you. So, um, I can take it away so and, uh, and, I, and I'm happy I jumped on. All right. Candy Milo's our guest here. we got 25 minutes. Now we're going to come back to uh, your fan here, and uh, we we only have 25 <laughs> more minutes, uh, and I, and, you know, and I'll understand if you turn me down for this, but we would like to get you back on again. I mean, uh, I actually booked you a year ago. I don't know if you remember that or not, but I do. Uh, I, I, I do. I, 
I booked you a year ago, and hopefully we'll be able to get you back on again because we have more questions. But uh, right now I'm going to try and get as much as I can in the next 25 minutes, and then we'll, we'll have you do part two in a while. But first thing I want to ask you about, and I don't know if you were aware of this, and I don't know if they told you this or not, but you're familiar with uh, the name Gina Morelli, correct? I am very familiar with Gina Morelli. And uh, that was your appearance on Perfect Strangers. You're on uh, the show Hello Baby and uh, Two Men in a Cradle. And uh, what's yeah. interesting about that is uh, when you were on the show, uh, your character was evicted from her apartment, and uh, you couldn't right. get a hold of your you couldn't get a hold of your husband. And uh, you came down to Rich uh, Discount, and uh, Belky uh, brought you up, yep. and they put you in Larry's bedroom, gave you his TV and everything. But here's one thing I bet you don't know. I watched that episode, and, of course, back in those days, I thought everything was real on TV. And uh, <laughs> I, I, took, I sent three, do, uh, three weeks' worth of allowance. I wrote a fan letter to Belkey, and I put in the envelope three weeks' worth of allowance to give to Gina to help with the new baby. Did you get that money? I did not, and that is hilarious. And so heartwarming. I never got that money. That is so heartwarming. I'm sure, though, um, that it was um, it was received by was that NBC? I'm not sure what what ABC. channel that was on. It would NBC. It would have been received by NBC and probably um, you know ju- just stopped and lost somewhere. Because I want you to know, I worked with Bronson Teen Show. We did uh, a musical um, together called The Adams Family. And he played Gomez and I played Grandmama. And we had sort of a um, perfect strangers reunion. It was really lovely. And he just could not have been nicer. Just He could not have been nicer. Um, Do you still have contact really with Bronson? I am friends with him on social media, but he has started a design company and um, doesn't really act as much as he did, Um, but he's just a wonderful guy. I I haven't had a reason um, to be in contact with him. I mean, that, that sounds weird, but we both have such busy lives that we haven't had any reason to be sort of cross-pollinating, you know, if, as it were. Well, the reason why I was asking is, uh, you know, you have my number. If you could pass on my number to him, he was my hero I growing will. up. And uh, oh, I, so I would great. do anything to get him on the show. And, uh, you know, not that it matters, but <clears> I, I used to get paid I used to get paid $5 a week, okay? And I sent $15, oh. uh, and I put, Belky, could you give this to Gina for baby food for the new baby? And, um, oh, my God, how cute is that? Oh. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, don't want, I don't want to get emotional here on the air because I'm kind of choking up because uh, that oh. was actually when uh, I actually fell in love with you because I thought that just not oh. in that way. But, uh, and, yeah. you know, like I say, as a kid, I thought everything was real. And uh, yeah. I wanted to help out yeah. Gina. Now, oh, here's my question. Oh, that's the sweetest. Now uh, we have a 
we have a thing going on here on uh, 89.1 Ken's FM. If you go to our Facebook page, Author Ropes, you like that, you go to Attitude Era, uh, you go to uh, Ken's FM 89.1, like that, do a $10 donation a month. We'll get you qualified to win an autograph from one of our future guests, current guests, or uh, past guests. Now, would you be willing to send us a few autographs for giveaways, Gina? I'm, Gina, I'm, I will candy, I'm sorry. Candy. I absolutely will. Um, you have my DM on Instagram. DM me the uh, address, and I will um, send you a bunch of stuff. Okay. Uh, w- would I be able to text you the address? Sure. Okay. All right. I'll Because I'll, uh, I believe the number that you're calling in on is uh, your cell number. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, like I like I do apologize to everybody, I'll, I'll stop calling you at 2 in the morning. And I know that uh, um, I know that uh, uh, my Instagram uh, uh, messages to you got a little tiresome. I understand that. Uh, but I was just so... <laughs> no, I, was ex- I was teasing you. I was like, okay. oh, my God, you're so bossy. I was teasing you. Yeah, I, I know. I was back. just... I'm just... I'm just I'm just so excited to have you on, and unfortunately we only have uh, we only have 20 minutes left here with uh, Candy Milo. Now, I want to talk a little bit about uh, cartoon uh, voiceovers. Now, you were just in the new uh, Space Jam 2 movie with LeBron James, and you were the voice yes. of Granny, and of course you met our Granny. Now, when you're doing these voices, are you in studio with? Um, with LeBron, or do you get to meet LeBron, or are you guys I, in like I, separate I, rooms? I, Take us through that. Yeah, well, you know, we had, um, I auditioned at Warner Brothers Studio, which was really quite exciting, and yes, I live in Los Angeles, but still I'm a big sucker for all things Hollywood, because, you know, it doesn't really, as I was saying to Granny, who was like, you know, you have done so much, so many different things, you know, I get excited to be on a studio lot and they have the big Warner Brothers towers so I auditioned to do something called scratch and what scratch is is that they record the voices first on any project and then the animators um, you know animate to us and we're just we're, we're just temporary voices um, to you know to until they can get the celebrity to do it um, so that happened in January, and I still have the, the walk-on path um, for that. And that was in January of 2020. And I auditioned, and I was in such a great mood, and I met everybody, and they were so nice. And then Warner Brothers Classics, that's a division of Warner Brothers Animation that takes care of all the people who do Bugs and Porky and Daffy and Granny and they make sure that they sound like the original, you know. They, um, and so they put in a good word for me, um, which I was, want to say that I felt beyond blessed. And uh, four months later, we're in lockdown, um, beginning of COVID. This is April of 2020, and I get a call, and I am not only doing the scratch, I am the voice of Granny, and they are going to start recording in the next month. Well, I went out and purchased on the interwebs, uh, on a credit card, an entire recording studio. Then I called a friend of mine, a really dear friend of mine, and I just want to shout it out to him, Devin Bowman, who walked me through on my iPad on FaceTime 
how to set up my equipment. And I set up in a tiny closet, and I'm talking tiny. I set up an entire recording studio. I bought a brand, all on a credit card. I bought a new computer. I bought all the software that I needed. And I performed Space Jam and every other job that I did, um, Icon, um, in this closet. Uh, I think we began in late May, and we did some in June and July, and then months would pass, and they'd have me come back and do a little more, then a few months would pass, and we were, and I did it all in my house. Oh, and they were, and the, and the team, the creative team, the director, Malcolm D. Lee, who is a genius, who I, I really loved working with, he, they were all on Zoom. And so um, I will say for your listeners, the studio would call me. They would take over my computer, download everything, and then when the session was over, it was as if nothing ever happened. So I don't have any scripts. I don't have any anything. It was all done via Zoom. It was kind of exciting, um, and I think it's spectacular that I did my entire performance as Granny in a closet with my microphone. You know, and <laughs> what's interesting about that. Is I have the uh, I have the special edition uh, covering book, uh, and uh, I sent you a picture of the page where Granny's on, and um, yes. I just colored that today, and uh, I'm going to finish coloring it, and I'm going to send it to you, uh, so you can I hang it up on your that. wall, and uh, I'll send it out to you. Now the other cool thing is not only do you do uh, voiceovers for cartoons, you also do voiceovers for video games as well. Now, if it wouldn't have been for you, think about this: the Final Fantasy video uh, game um, franchise would not be as successful. And I kind of, you know, I do play the the games. What's interesting is right. uh, uh, when I first heard your voice as. Uh, I think it was uh, Pacey, I think, in the the game. Yeah. I'm like, so what? Pacel and Donia. Pacel and Donia. I did both of those. Right. And I'm like, listening to his voice, I'm like, you know what? That sounds a lot like Gina Morelli. And, uh, you know, apparently, (laughs) uh, apparently, uh, she's doing pretty good now. Uh, You know, she's out of Belky's apartment, and uh, she's doing voiceover (laughs) for video games. It's really cool. Now tell me, uh, I, I want to kind of dive into this a little bit. Now, doing the voiceovers for vi- video games because, uh, you know, uh, there's different segments uh, that a video game adventure can take you. Do you have to, like, do, like, 1,500 lines and then maybe yeah. 10 yeah. or 1,500 used? How does that work? Well, you go in, and one of the cool things about video games is that you're often um, voice matching for um, uh, an Asian artist. Like, a lot of times, Final Fantasy was a Japanese game first, and so we dubbed it in English, and one of the tough things to do is you're right. You, you, the player makes a decision and you go in a completely different direction. Now, if my character is involved in that journey, then I have all those lines to say. And so, yes, you can have a thousand lines. 
But more than that, you have to do the syllables completely matching the lip flap given, the way the character's mouth flaps oval and, and flat and oval and flat. You have to match that with the words you've been given. So if there's things for time, um, you have to get it in time, you have to get it in rhythm, and then you have to act because they don't want you to do it in the rhythm and the inflection that the Japanese artist did it, the voiceover artist did it, because it doesn't make sense. It won't, you know, it wouldn't make sense what, um, you know, maybe the sentence is inverted and, and the verb is first, you know, it, it depends. So um, it, it's not easy to do video games, and I have lots of friends who are really good at it, really good at it, and they make a great living doing video games. And, you know, for me, it's fantastic. I, I don't book them as often as I, as I do, but, um, you know, I think with Space Jam, all of that's going to change. You know, hopefully yeah. I'll, I'll get more opportunities to do it. Uh, Candy Milo is our guest here, and uh, we have uh, we have 11 minutes here with uh, Candy. Now uh, I want to kind of take you through a little bit about uh, some of your um, some of your hits per se. Now, one thing um, I probably shouldn't tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, we uh, here at North Dakota State University, home of the Mighty Bison, we used to have a basketball player, and now he does a broadcast uh, radio for play-by-play, and his name is Dexter Warner. Okay, now. Uh, <laughs> I always used to have a sign as he would come out of the locker room, welcome to Dexter's Laboratory, okay? Now, you were the voice of Dexter, and what's interesting is sometimes as he would go to the locker room, I'd play little sound bites of Dexter that you did uh, as he would come in and out of the locker room. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Now uh, you you have uh, I mean there's there's just so many to, to name which is which is awesome but uh, you know some of the uh, I'll kind of go through a little highlights I mean the, you were in the Adventures of Jimmy Neutron uh, you were Astro Boy Scooby Doo uh, Camp Candy of course that's John Candy's uh, cartoon Dexter's Laboratory uh, uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, Looney Tunes, Pinky and the Brain, uh, Spy Kids, uh, Stop Me If You Heard Any of These, uh, The Powder Puff <laughs> Girls, The Replacements, The Tick, uh, Tiny Toon Adventures. Uh, I mean, and the other cool stuff is, um, you know, I, I hate to keep uh, going back to your character from Perfect Senior, Gina Morelli, but I was also a fan of uh, Night Court, Give Me the Break, oh, MC yeah. Ness, and Doogie Howser. Yeah. And you you made cameo appearances on them as well. And I kept on telling everybody that, hey, Gina Morelli, that's her. I, I sent her money when I was a kid uh, for her <laughs> new baby. And look, now she's on TV. And they're like, that's, oh, not, that's not Gina Morelli. Her, her, her name is like something else. I'm like, no, that's Gina Morelli. Just trust me on this. And uh, anyway, so uh, until uh, until a friend of mine, uh, James Babbitt, uh, who's actually from San Diego, he actually uh, played me two of the commercials, and this is how, uh, so you can blame him if you're mad at being on the air with us, but uh, <laughs> he played me two, he played me the two commercials 
the the Christmas one for Marvin's and the one where you're in the pink uh, jacket. And uh, he said, uh, ch- check this gal out. Th- these are the funny commercials. I mean, we used to listen, watch these in San Diego all the time. And I'm like, hey, wait, no, that, that's not that's not the Mervyn's girl. <laughs> and, uh, uh, my buddy's like, no, her, she's an actress. Her name is Candy Milo. And, uh, I said, you know what? I'll tell you what, I'm going to get her on my show. And he said, well, probably not. And, uh, Hey, so uh, he owes me he owes me a pop. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. We yes. got Candy Marlowe as our guest here. We got Amos. Now you got a new project coming out that you were talking about uh, dealing with wrestling. I yeah. believe. Take us about talk to us about that. Well, I was uh, fortunate to have worked with Mark Bakshi. I actually worked with his father, Ralph Bakshi, on the movie Cool World, where I had done you know tons of voices. And Mark Bakshi, his son, remained a very good friend of mine and he needed help with a project that he had taken over um, um, producing and producing the animation for at Paramount and it's a feature film animated feature film called Rumble and it is about wrestling monsters and at the beginning of his project I did remember I was talking about scratch I scratched like 20 voices for him where in my closet um, and this was you know, before lockdown, so my, my microphone was okay. You know, my microphone was good enough for audition, but I could never perform out of this closet because it was the sound wasn't great, blah, blah, blah. And so when it came time um, to do the real deal, he had me do a number of voices for it. Um, and it just was released, I believe, today. The movie came out on Paramount Plus, and it's called Rumble, and it's got Will Arnett um, and these about all these monsters who need to save monster wrestling. It's really cute. It's really, really funny um, and really cute. And it's with Geraldine Vishwathan, Will Arnett, Stephen Smith, Terry Crews, uh, Jimmy Tony Catro, Tony Shalhoub. Uh, um, it was Terry Crews from, um, I don't know, Bridesmaids. He was, if you watch the movie Bridesmaids, he was the yep. guy that was in the park um, leading um, the aerobics class in the park. But it's really great. Um, Tony Danza, I mean, Fred Melamed. It was, re- it was really, really fun. Um so it was great, and I am in it as well. So I, it's and, really uh, exciting. And uh, for our fans that uh, might want to check this out, you might recognize some of these names, too, that are in it. Becky Lynch, uh, Roman yep. Reigns, Tony yep. Danza. Um, and uh, uh, those are obviously the wrestlers. Um, uh, we have, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Tony Danza, the guy's uh, – um, he's probably, uh, I shouldn't say this, but the guy's been around it seems like for like a hundred years, and all he seems to do is play play Tony. But <laughs> but uh, you know uh, you know you mentioned Tony Shalhoub. Uh Tony Shalhoub, yeah. of course, was Monk, and uh, he was also in the Alien movie with uh, Will Will Smith. Uh, what was it? Oh, um, um, not Men in Black. Was it Men in Black? 
Yeah, yeah, Men in Black. Yep. He played Jeeves. Uh, he was the guy that what? you could shoot off his head and it would grow back. Yes, as a matter of fact. Black. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, Rumble, uh, streaming, starting streaming December 15th, um, and uh, uh, starring Candy Milo and a couple other um, main, uh, non-mainstream actors. Uh, uh, Candy Milo's our guest here. Uh, uh, we we got about uh, four minutes left. Now, Candy, would we be able to have you on again with us, you think? Oh, I would love that. I would love that. I, I've had such a great time. I have not been, like I was telling the big swing, I'm a little introverted, and my daughter, Gabby, helped me with my Instagram account, you know, just to keep up because um, I, I was so bad at it, and I really was. I was really bad at it. I am much better at it now, and I actually, she is the person that runs my um, Instagram, and um, so, yes. I will absolutely be on that, and it's easier for me to get back to you um, because I have help with her, and she flags things that I need to see. And I would love to do that. This has been a whole heck of a lot of fun. All right. Well, here's what I'm going to ask. Can you pencil us in, and we can change it later, but can you pencil us in for May 9th of 2022 at 10.15 p.m. Central Standard Time? I will. You are already in. Awesome. So everybody – Candy Milo is going to be back on with us. We got three minutes left here before our uh, our closing uh, song answers. But you know, uh, uh, Granny or um, Jay, you have any other questions for our guests before we sign off here with uh, Candy? No, this has been a real fun night, real educational night. It's been real. I've enjoyed every part of it, man. That's awesome. And, uh, that is really awesome. So have I. And uh, Mr. Big, I'm wondering if you'd be able, if you'd be willing to send us some autographs too, because our fans are asking about uh, why don't you have him as on a guest? Well, uh, we're going to have you on singly, and not just a co-host, but would you be willing to do some autographs as well? Absolutely, I can get the band in on it as well. Awesome. Uh, now we're we're, we're going to finish up here with Candy, and like I say, Candy, um, you know I'm sitting here drooling all over myself. The desk is full of uh, sweat and whatever. <laughs> because, like I say, I, I have, I'm serious, I have loved you since I saw you in Perfect Strangers, and, uh, you know, being able to, uh, being able to uh, help out your character, even though I know it's not real now, uh, but to me, Aww. to me, you are, and I'm not just, I'm not taking anything away from any of our other guests, but to me, you have been the most realist individual that we've ever had on our show. Thank you. And, uh, I, I try very hard. Um, I love people. Um, I'm not good around them most of the time, but I do love uh, people, and I appreciate that you wanted to spend some time with me. Thank you. Awesome. And uh, I'll, send, I'll send you a reminder uh, the week before and the day of, and I won't send you as many reminders as I did the last time. But uh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, uh, you have been you have been so awesome, and there's so many other questions that I want to ask you, um, and uh, it's just been I'm I'm getting choked up here, everybody. I'm sorry, but well, uh, it's just been so amazing to have you on with us, and uh, you have been uh, wonderful. And uh, I hope I can you. get a few autographs from you that we can give to our fans, and I'm going to keep one myself. 
And um, like I said, I want to get all choked all up here, but you have been so wonderful. Thank you very much. You don't know what you mean it to me. Is, it, is, it, is very, it was very much my pleasure. I hope you ha- all have a wonderful and safe New Year. Keep the faith. Um, we are better than all of our struggles, and I hope you stay well and safe and happy. Thank you, Candy, for joining us. We'll talk to you in a couple months. We appreciate it. Thank you. You guys. Y'all have a happy guys. new year. Happy Thank new you, year. you as well. Thank you, Granny. And, talk to you guys later. And happy, and happy 25th birthday, too, on the 9th of January. <laughs> hey there. You got it. And thank you, sweetheart. Appreciate it. Thank you, Candy. Bye-bye. All right. Candy Marlowe is our guest here. Well, I'll tell you what. That closes out uh, 20... 21 here on our show we'll be back in the new year uh 2021 just seemed to fly by of course 2020 just dragged on uh hopefully in 2022 we'll be back um to a little bit of normal normalcy Uh, i want to thank mr biggs jay for joining us and granny for always being here Uh, big swing for dropping in once every uh seven months on the show (laughs) Uh, and uh, everybody, uh, we want you to be safe, be nice to each other, uh, love each other. Uh, we'll see you in the new year. And uh, as always, next week we have uh, more great guests, and uh, we got a lot to look forward to in 2022. Our show's not going away, folks. Uh, we're just getting started. So everybody be nice to each other. Uh, we'll see you in the new year. And as always, be safe. We love you. And thanks for listening to 89.1 Ken's FM. You think you know me. Australian music has found a home in Minnesota and North Dakota. Tune in every Sunday between 4 and 6 p.m. for the download with Jess. That's me. I'm your resident Aussie DJ, bringing you the best new, old, and amazing independent Australian music. I look forward to your company, 4 to 6 p.m. Sunday, right here on 89.1 KNNZ, Ken's FM, Hawley, Fargo, Moorhead. And now some homegrown rock and roll on 89.1 Ken's FM.
think I'm right there But she stopped listening Yeah, she stopped listening Yeah, she stopped listening Like With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.